Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We absolutely do. So, are you looking to discover what fires you up sexually? Perhaps you want to increase your level of passion and experience deeper intimacy with your partner in order to stay connected and solidify your couple. Well, on today's show, we're going to discuss arousal styles and techniques and all the ways to be naughty and nice while at home during quarantine and beyond. Oh, yes. Can't wait for that. But like we start every show, we want to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because everybody should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely, go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. We are Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are super excited to welcome back today's special guests. We have a somatic sexologist, Dragonfly, from Pure Orgasmic Love, and her husband, E, who looks at human health from an evolutionary perspective. They're both practitioners and educators and have been on our show before. They sure have, guys. Dragonfly E, welcome back to the sexy lifestyle from hot, sweaty, sweltering Florida. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Oh, that's so true right now. Um, thank you, Carol and David. We're excited to be back. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yay. And so tell us a little bit about how you're spending your quarantine time. Wow. Well, you're right, David. It is, it is, uh, it's, 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 you know, I want to say we live in Florida. We chose to live in Florida, but it is hot as hell. It's been like <laughs> over 110. It's just, and so for us, you know, hot and sweaty is good. Um, but we find that we're hot and sweaty all the time, which some days is enhancing our. Mm-hmm. Someday that's a lot play, of fun, right? yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. a positive living in Florida. <laughs> uh, but what we've been doing during quarantine has been really interesting because we spend some time at home working from home. So that allows us to connect on a regular basis. And we've been taking a lot of sex breaks, mm. um, not just movement breaks, but we've been incorporating <laughs> the sex breaks. Um, you know, it's interesting. We've been married for this July. It will be 17 years. Yeah. And we live ethically non-monogamous. So I know for a lot of people in our community, it's been really hard when you're used to connecting with others and then you have to be told that you have to not connect with others. So for us, we've been making sure that we're still connecting with our play partners, but in a virtual style, you know, flirting via text, sending, Mm -hmm. you know, sexy pictures, things like that. We've also been connecting on um, Naughty and Nolan's virtual Mm -hmm. Friday nights, the virtual parties. They've been a lot of fun. You're Mm -hmm. able to show yourself out. You're able to dress up in the theme. So that's been really fun. Sitting in a lot of self care for us. Yeah, a lot of naked walks. Oh, a lot yeah. of naked walks. So we walks. should probably ex- we should probably explain <laughs> I that. Think so. Um, we, <laughs> we, so we we do live in a a clothing optional uh, neighborhood. So we uh, we not only live tiny but we live naked, and um, it, it it's really nice. So that in at times we've actually felt guilty. Because, you know, we know people who've been quarantined, say, in New York City or somewhere where they're in a small apartment and you can't go anywhere. Here, we can just go whenever we want. We can walk out the door naked and go for a walk and get some sun. And sometimes that's incredibly refreshing. So we've been lucky to do that as well. 
I'm outside so, naked showers and, too. Yep. Like we mm-hmm. have an outside shower, so that's been very very nice for us. But most most everything for us has been staying in a routine. You know, a lot of times we get thrown off. You know, oh my gosh, something totally different. We get thrown off. So what's helped us during this time? which what does that look like um getting ample sleep having our morning sex sessions um feeding our bodies nutritious foods and movements and engaging in our pleasure labs that's been fantastic for us wow Um, that's great cool 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 you know we're doing yeah yeah so before we get into your pure orgasmic love and your methods and all that stuff just tell us a little bit about your your sexually adventurous lives growing up were you were you both into sex early on in life or did this was this something that happened later on well so for me our answers are quite a bit different i think in that in that realm of of absolutely Um, so for me yes i i from an early age realized that there was some some tingle down there that I was experiencing or not so much tingle, but it just felt good. So I was probably more at an early age exploring my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, as I got older, I lost my virginity at 14, mm-hmm. um, had an amazing experience with that, but realized that I was trying to be adventurous in a world that was full of judgment and for me, that turned into a lot of shame and hindering my exploration going forward. Mm. Um, but I did, I did explore, you know, I, I, I've had lots of sex partners. I've explored what my body enjoys, but there was always that underlining feeling of a lack of completeness for me, I guess I could say, even in all of my exploration and sex. So yeah, I was very explorative as a youngin, um, and in through my twenties. So I was sort of an interesting combination of things when I was younger, because I've always had an incredibly high sex drive Um, from whenever I can remember having one. I've been, well, as a good friend of mine who's in his 90s now says, I'm as horny as a three-pecker billy goat Um, (laughs) and and always have been. Uh, The problem is I'm also incredibly shy, especially as as a, a kid and so i'm absolutely terrified of people particularly beautiful women so that combined led to um a lot of let's say self-experimentation not including other people um so (laughs) up and up until well i married a sexologist and then it's kind of gone from there but uh up until that point it i didn't do a whole lot of exploring to be honest Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, that is. It's been really awesome coming together with both of our <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, we've helped each other. Um, so, Dragon, so Dragonfly, mm-hmm. what, what did what made you th- want to become a sexologist? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think something that hindered me in my early beginnings with sex actually helped me uh, discover that I actually wanted to become someone that sleeps, drinks, eats, performs, (laughs) is engaged in sex talk all the time. Um, It was the idea that there has been such a lack of information out there. Um, I had a lot of shame growing up. I've had some sexual trauma and a lot of that wasn't resolved. And I was finding that through my work, I've been in the mental health field, the holistic wellness field, I'm in the beauty industry. And Across the board, there was such a lack of repression of being able to even talk about sex that at a certain point, I was like, you know, I've loved every, being in this health industry, being in this field, I've loved it. I've loved being in the beauty industry. I've gotten to do some amazing things. However, conversation always went back to that. And I knew from my self-work and the path I was on, and then being able to talk to other people, that there was something out there. There was something out there for me because of the responses I was getting from people just sitting in my chair or just, you know, having the conversations and going over the basic paperwork with people, just different things like that. So I thought, well, there's got to be something here. And being told your whole life that you can't say that, you can't do that. When I realized that if I stepped into this, that I could say pussy and cock and talk about my sex and help people through it because I'm willing to be vulnerable and share my experiences that really spoke to me. And so I searched out what 
I wanted my sexual therapy to look like, and it was in a somatic way. Mm -hmm. So that's why I chose to learn somatically Um, through the body, not just the mind, you know, integrating a foundation of neurobiology and how the body learns and feels as a whole and being trauma informed. I thought that was really important because of my own sexual trauma and hearing about everybody that has had some, and it can be, it's on a spectrum, you know, what you feel like your trauma feels different to everybody. So I realized that, yeah, that's for me. Like, I think (laughs) I was born to be this my whole life. I just didn't know that was out there. I I didn't know because I was searching for some and and couldn't find it. Mm. So I thought, why not be able to step into this and offer this to help others along with learning and exploring for myself as well. Very cool. So you were a sexually deviant teenager growing up (laughs) you you decided to become a somatic sexologist and then you created pure orgasmic love um how did all that blend together oh yeah so i think you hit it right on the head there um sexual deviant as a youngster i pushed the boundaries you know i i i you can't say you know do as i say don't do as I do, or, you know, that didn't work for me. So I was always challenging and pushing the boundaries. You're totally correct with that. Um, When I went through school, and as I started practicing for myself, and as I started helping others, I started realizing that there was more to this than sexual technique, learning our anatomy, there was way more to that, because you can learn those things. But there still was a deficit somewhere. Like, but I still can't communicate with my partner. So I'm not actually getting what I want. So pure orgasmic love to me mm, is that feeling of connection, that pleasure, that power within us that we can create, allowing that to be part of your everyday life. Um, I've worked with women that now go out and ask for a job and get it, the raises they want, you know, the, the amount of sex they want that they weren't getting before. They're able to know what their body's feeling and what it wants. Um, and so really pure orgasmic love to us is what we've created for ourselves and within myself. And so that is what, that's what mm-hmm. that means to me. Yeah. And mostly you work with women or both men and women? Um, I work with men and, and these are, you know, there's a lot of gender normative and <laughs> we're trying to expand the gender, you know, dynamics out there and the conversations surrounding that. Primarily, I work with cisgendered, in which means you identify with the sex that you were born with, uh, female and male, and ethically non-monogamous groups of people. Um, I, I subscribe to, like, from an early age as well, I realized that I just didn't like boys. I actually liked women first. Mm-hmm. That was my first love. I had my first sexual experience with a woman. And I realized, wow, this is so soft and this feels so good and it feels so yummy that that was that was also part of my shame. Like I never knew any gay people. I never knew that. Um, so then my second love was was cock. Mm-hmm. So uh, realizing that like I, I lost like I got in the idea of thinking about pussies and cocks and I was like, oh, and you lost your three yeah, and sweaty, like, I <laughs> So I'm not sure. I can't even remember the question. Like that's, that's what happened. That's what happens with me sometimes. I get so yummy in my own body, thinking and feeling that. Well, we were talking about whether you work with men or women or both, and you explained that you work yeah, with both yeah. men and women, yes, cisgender. Yes. Yes. And that yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's my primary. You know. In couples. I'm, I'm also yeah. Well, that's male, female. Yeah. Like, not just individually, but together. Um, we, I love teaching in group because we don't always just learn from us. We learn from each other mm-hmm. and we have those aha moments. It's like, yeah, me too. Like I, I, there's, there's support in that. There's comfort in that and there's growth in that. And I think that's really important. Um, I work with, there's also a lot of, there's also right? a lot of sexy in that. Oh, there's a lot of sexy. It, it, you in guys that. have been in classes where yeah. it's, you know, 10 couples and you're all doing stuff and you hear everybody else yeah. and the sounds and the. It's just, it's very sexy. So that's, don't forget that part. No, I, yeah, and I think that, yeah. (laughs) I mean, to date, uh, I was teaching on this one year, and I think to date, it was like 114 people people in that workshop. And it was unbelievable energy. (laughs) And and you know what? People were learning stuff. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It was built out of pleasure. And I don't want to, I don't want to miss that point with what Mm -hmm. I teach. 
everything is pleasure based. Um, you know, learning through your body, how can you not have that deep pleasure? Based? You know, so um, yeah. Yeah. Now, when you're doing these oh. courses and you we were talking earlier that you developed a system or a method that to teach what you've learned yourself between you and E, you've got a system that you help other people get there, get to this pure orgasmic love as well. Tell us a little bit about your method. Um, you know, the thing is, is uh, we all want to learn. I, I do believe that. I believe that we all we all crave learning, whether you realize it or not, your body and your mind and your, your spirit craves learning to grow. Um, and finding out that it wasn't just one thing, like I could learn this, but that's not going to get me to my pure orgasmic love in results. Um, we, we found that working with couples, working with the groups, working with individuals, that there were some foundational components that we are just not learning as children, as young adults, as adults, like we're just not learning these skills. And I found for us individually and as a partnership, it was really important for us to get those foundational components together for ourselves and then move through those into more pleasure-based things. So we, our method is based out of four categories, perceive, nourish, voice, and feel. And under those, there is a lot of things to learn. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to give you, I'll give you a couple examples of each. Um, so perceive, what, what does perceive mean? Well, we're perceiving ourselves and we're perceiving the world around us. That could look like uh, messages and programming, understanding how to unpack those and what those look like for yourself. Like what is your messaging that you want to live by? Um, your needs and desires, how to receive them. That's a big one. If we don't know what those are, we can't get them. So I actually, if you head over to puregasmiclove.com on the front page, there is a needs list that I've developed, a PDF. It's downloadable. You can go download it. And that is a great foundational place to start, to try to start figuring out what it is you actually need for yourself to be happy in a relationship. Um, and then there is nourish. You know, what does nourish mean? Well, we want to nourish not just the mind, but the body as a whole. Um, we're not separate. Our, our functions don't work separately. They work as a whole. So that may look like sexual nutrition. He teaches a class called, a course called sexual nutrition. Like what does your biology need to perform, feel, and look as best as it can for reproduction? Um, and that might look like self-care as well. Like what does self-care look for you? Um, and then in voice, and I don't want to talk all this stuff. No, go, go. You're, you're rolling. Do it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> voice, effective communication. You know, and I didn't, you notice I didn't say just communication, effective communication. What works? What have I seen work for the thousands of people I've worked with and us? Like asking for you want and getting it. That seems so simple. <laughs> how many times have we wanted to ask for something and we don't? We just don't. When we don't even know why we don't. So, you know, unpacking that for ourselves and learning some effective communication styles, that, that's, that really helps out. Sexy sounds and pleasure, that can be in voice. We, huh, so many times people don't use their voice and your voice is an amplifier to your pleasure. Mm -hmm. How many times have you been in a hotel, heard somebody banging on the other side and you're like, oh. I think I got some tingle happening. I think I'm going to have sex. You know? Like helping you experientially find your voice, find that sound, being able to then transition that over into what the pleasure looks like for you with that. Um, and then there's the feel. And this is one of my favorite aspects of, of what I do. I'm a very sensation-based person and I'm very sensual. I've a friend of mine calls me the sensual tsunami. Mm. Um, she says, I, I blow in and I sensual all over you. And then I blow out like that's just, <laughs> and so feeling is the actual putting it all together. How does it fit together? Talking about anatomy and pleasure techniques, like learning how to create the pleasure experiences for yourself. And these aren't, I want to preface this. It's interesting that I don't claim to be a hacker. I'm not a hacker. I'm for your longevity of your relationship with yourself and any partner that you choose to be with. Wow. So it, there's some work in it. You know, we, we, I believe in working. If you want to get where do you want to be? I don't believe there's a shortcut from A to Z. I believe we have to go through all of it to get to Z. 
Um, and it needs to be fun along the way or else we don't want to get to Z. We'll stop at M and be like, no, this is okay. Well, maybe it is okay for now, but later on down the road, once you feel safe or whatever it is we're working through that's coming up for you, I want you to get to Z because that's where the pure orgasmic love is. Um, so yeah, going through all of these and having, I feel like, I don't want to say it's the end all be all system, but I feel like it's a pretty comprehensive, complete system to having the longevity and pleasure in your life. Wow. It does sound great. We're just going to ask you to hold that thought for a second. We're going to come back to this in a minute. We just want to remind everybody that this is the sexy lifestyle and we are Carol and David, and we're having an amazing discussion with the husband and wife team. we got a somatic sexologist, dragonfly, and a health coach, E, and we're talking about how to strengthen your couple through pure orgasmic love. We'll be right back after this. All right, so we want to tell you about a new product we've discovered that helps improve your sex drive and a whole lot more. We've been using Somaderm Gel for a few months now, and wow, what a difference it's made in our daily lives. Somaderm is a transdermal gel that naturally optimizes human growth hormone, HGH, and supports our body's stress response system, which we all need right now. From improved libido to better stamina and beyond, we've also noticed less joint discomfort, better sleep, and an overall feeling of well-being. Yeah, this amazing gel has improved our life as well as our sex life. And we all want better sex, right? So go to thesexylifestyle.com for more information about Somaderm Gel and order yours today because... Well, great sex matters. And we all deserve it. All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. You know we're Carol and David, and now we are back with the amazing Dragonfly and her husband, E, both from Pure Orgasmic Love. And we're going to continue our discussions about discovering what fires you up sexually. Yeah, Dragonfly, we're just having an amazing discussion about your whole method of pure orgasmic love and the fact that you're a somatic sexologist. So let's start going back into that pleasure zone you're talking about the last thing which was the the feeling the touching the the whole body let's start with what are the erogenous zones that we need to be aware of uh, your whole body um <laughs> that's that's an interesting that's a it's a great question and i do get that a lot because i teach touch and you know experience through the body and we will delve into something i call pleasure lab and it is your whole body. We can't think of our bodies as sections or there's only certain, we, we've grown up to think of breasts, right? Boobies, right. your vulva, your pussy, your, you know, cocks. Those are your erogenous zones. No, not necessarily. It's literally your whole body. What, what, about, what about my, true, what about my ear? Yes. Yes. Carol was, so playing, I'm gonna with, list Carol a was, couple. Carol was playing with my ear the other day. And my cock got so hard. She says, okay, fuck your ear. I'm going to sit on your cock now. I mean, it was just a turn on. She was just sitting there breathing on it and t tickling it and touching it. And it was, it was so sensual. Yes. Well, you know, David, I have to tell you, you hit on one of my, uh, one of my pleasures. I love ears. Ears. I play with Eve ears all the time. I don't know if, if it, I don't know how long it took him to get used to me playing with ears, but it's <laughs> consistent for me. And the thing is, is I have pleasure paired some of that for myself. And so sometimes I will rub his ears and I will start getting hot. Um, I don't know if that's what happens for him, but I've pleasure paired that because so many times I've been playing with his ears. And even when we're, we're fucking and stuff, I will subconsciously not even realize it, reach up and start playing with your ears, don't I? Is yeah. it, you know? That's so right. you you hit something really <laughs> real right there. That's awesome. But on the um, on the other yeah, on the other hand, in our relationship, if I go near Carol's ears, oh, no. I'm getting punched in the face. Oh yeah, no, it's too much. It's too much <laughs> stimulation right. for me. I can't do it. Right. It's not the right area of simulation. It's not the type of touch maybe you enjoy mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing with this. Like we have to look at our whole bodies and in discovery, like as with discovery, you know, discovery eyes. So lips inside the elbows, behind the knees, little booty crease right there. Right. Mm -hmm. The armpits, feet, fingers, under boob, side boob, your big toe, like I have worked with so many people with this because this is so much fun to do. And it's 
so awesome to see how surprised they are when they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that the palms of my hands were turning me on and I'm, I'm getting wet and I'm getting hot and I'm getting turned on. I'm getting flushed. Like all of the arousal points are hitting in their body. And I'm like, fantastic. Now, you know, now, you know, that this type of touch in this area is something that lights up your body. Mm -hmm. Um, so I encourage everybody to look at their whole body as an erogenism and discovery. And what are because, some, what are some examples of how you can touch those? Like how you, what can, what can you do to discover uh, is there different ways well, to awaken the sensual or, and start that arousal? Yes. Um, there's lots of different types of touch we can do. You know, there's very sensual touch. There's very light touch. There's kinky touch, scratching and smacking and stuff. There's even energetic touch where you're not actually touching the body per se. You might just be in their space. Some people really get turned on by that. They love that energy play. Um, and then you can use your hand. You can use tools. And so I encourage everybody to do a pleasure lab. Well, you're probably asking what the hell is a pleasure what lab? What is a pleasure <laughs> lab? <laughs> what you, yeah. Um, it is your body's pleasure experiment. It's like a science experiment. If you think about school and if you take like chemistry, chemistry was one of my favorite classes because I love the experiments that we were able to do. You, you took nothing and then made and something <laughs> happened, right? It's kind of like that's your body. Your body is your science experiment. And you find out what kinds of pleasure you like. So I encourage you to set, and I can tell you if you want to, how this works. For sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Because this is really exciting. And, and this is something everybody can do right now. I would encourage you to do it right now. Especially it's a great time right now to do it. <laughs> it's a great time to do it right now. Um, a pleasure lab, regardless of the tools that I list here in a little bit, that I could help you with, uh, that you might just have at home, regardless of that, regardless of the tools, regardless of the sex toys you have, I encourage you to start with your hands. You may learn that you enjoy touching certain parts of your partner's body or your body with your hands differently in different areas as well. What pleasure labs allow you to do is explore your body and explore your partner's body because this isn't exclusive to just working with your partner. I encourage you to do it for yourself as well. It allows for no expectations. A lot of times we have these expectations that we engage in with our partners. We get habitual with our sex or our touch, right? It allows for no pressure. There's no pressure here. It's hands on or with experimental, you know, tools. It's fun and, ex and experiential. So your body is going to really allow yourself to integrate that and to be able to tap into that feeling and those sensations in that, that moment later on down the road when you decide to engage in that touch again. Um, it can be teasing and erotic and sometimes really entertaining and silly. <laughs> we laugh more than anything else, I think. Um, can I add something real quick? Yeah. Okay, so for me, these were huge. Um, and that's because I... And, and I think this is fairly common. Um, I have a hard time asking for specifics that I want. I feel like I'm being selfish. So what this does is it takes those things out of the bedroom, even if you're doing it in the bedroom, but out of the bedroom, you know, in the mindset. And it makes it an experiment. I'm going to lay here and you're going to touch me in different ways. And I'm going to tell you which one I like better. Do I like this type of touch or this type of touch? Do I like it here? Do I like it there? And if you don't like it, you're not letting your partner down. You're not, you're not engaged. Like it's just an experiment and it's fun. And like I said, we laugh and giggle and, and get tickled and, and end up having amazing sex afterwards. So it's a lot of fun. And wow. he, and he, yeah. isn't, isn't that a great excuse to up the um, level of amazing communication that you have in your relationship, which is paramount to having a great relationship and great sex. But trying something and doing something and telling your partner, I like it or I don't like it, is types of communication that most couples don't do. Absolutely. And and it's, it makes such a difference. This, oh, was, this was such a huge difference huge. in our sex life when we were able to go, hey, actually, if you could do that this way, that would be better for me. And having your partner go, fuck yeah, I'll do it that way then. Like if you can communicate what you want and what you need and the things you enjoy without your partner taking it personally, 
and being able to just, and, and that's what these labs are great for is you get in the habit of going back and forth mm -hmm. and Hey, let's try this. Let's mm -hmm. try this. And you like get in that, that experimentative mindset and it takes all that pressure off. And I'm not sitting there going, well, I think she likes this. I'll just keep rubbing it this way and yeah. hope it works out for the best. <laughs> like that's, you know, or, or like um, so what I do, I'm a little bit blunt sometimes. David's rubbing my leg and I just lift his hand off and put it back on his leg, you know, and they're like, he's there like, okay, yeah, what's exactly, wrong with yeah. that? <laughs> oh, I guess I should have said, well, you know, I'm not really in the mood for that kind of touch right now. It's all good. Then I just <laughs> right. continue rubbing my leg and I know I like it. <laughs> I know. So it's probably better if I'd use the words rather than just pick up his hand and move it away. Right? But you know, you know <laughs> what? That's the wrong way of right. doing it. <laughs> but what I would like is instead of taking my hand and putting it, moving it away, I would like you to say something like, how about if you did this instead? Well, I agree. That would be much better. I'm agreeing. I'm learning. I'm agreeing. Here we go. I'll have to now put it into practice. No, we're totally giving you. We're totally. We're not going to let you off this without giving you the home play to do for yourselves with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I want a full report on what you discovered from each other. Okay. All right. We're going to have to do it. You're going to have to walk us through it and we'll do it. All yeah. Right. Okay. So something, you, you said something about communication. Um, right. So I want to integrate how these pleasure labs can also support your communication surrounding your sexual needs and desires, because we all have them. And a lot of ours look very different, even though we've got all this commonality and we've been married for 17 years, our bodies shift over time. Our bodies change. Our desires may change. We may release a lot of shame for something and we're totally game for doing it now but we've not really had the communication to discuss that and look what that looks like for ourselves. So doing these pleasure labs allows you to really receive exactly what your body wants and know how it wants it. Because we don't always know sometimes. Mm -hmm. we, you, you don't know what you don't know until you like, oh, aha, I know it, right? Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many times you do these and all of a sudden I'll just sit up and go, Ooh. wow even know that turned me on right. but now i do thank yeah. you like i didn't even know to ask for that because i didn't know i liked it so right. it, it's very mind opening for sure for yourself mm -hmm. and also with your partner because then they have a pretty firm roadmap to what your pleasure feels like right now they're not guessing they're not assuming they're not being totally in the dark about what feels good to you right now they have a clear map for yourself mm -hmm. and we can't drive across country without a map Who's, why do you think <laughs> right. you can't engage you navigate? successfully and navigate the body if you're not figuring out what the body wants? Cool. Um, so, so, so I think that really supports the communication. Very cool. So, so now not everybody can come to your pleasure lab or to your workshops. Let's talk a little bit how people can use things in their house that they have or can just get easily at a local grocery store that they can do some cool, fun, pushing boundaries, spicing up their bedroom time um, with, you know, let's, 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 let's separate it and do some naughty things and then some nice things with different um, appliances, not appliances, tools. but tools we have in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it might be an appliance. <laughs> you know what I call an appliance. Yeah, electric shock. You know, like use the washing machine on spin cycle and, and help that enhance your, you know, your sexy time. So, yeah, what's interesting is I actually have tools that I work with that I actually got at my grocery store. Like the, the <laughs> wooden handle scrubby brush. Like I saw that, picked it up, rubbed it on my skin in the grocery store and was like, oh, hell yeah, we're getting this. That goes in the cart. <laughs> like there's a lot of things that you see every day at the grocery store, even having your own kitchen. And, and I do want to preface that, you know, being sanitary and being safe is our number one priority. And if you were fluid bonded with your partner, there's no reason why you couldn't use the things in your, your kitchen. You just need to clean them in the, right. in the dishwasher and right. usually they're fine. But it's a lot of things that you already have. I want to start out with a nice first. We're going to go nice and naughty. Okay. Is, sure. that, is that cool with you, David? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I just wanted, so, you know, using your hands. We all, uh, hopefully we have them. If you don't have hands, use your toes. That's fine too. Um, <laughs> use your, your lips, your breath. You can use your breath in discovery. It's amazing. There's two types of breath. And I want to walk you through this and, and you can do it on each other as we're, we're talking here. So the one type of breath is a cool breath. When you blow, Carol, blow on David. I was blowing. David, blow on I'm blowing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm blowing. I'm blowing. I'm blowing. I'm blowing. <laughs> 
that on different areas of the body feel very differently. And then there's warm air. So you open your mouth and you do a, like deep from inside you push like it Like you're out. cleaning your glasses. Like you're cleaning your glasses. Two different types of breath all over the body. We will discover, do you like cool? Do you like warm? Um, something else you could use. We, a lot of us have scarves, whether it's a silk scarf or a cotton scarf. You can drag that in certain ways on the body and it will feel very differently. You can dab it up and down and just tickle. Um, feathers. You know, you might not want to use a feather duster even dust in your house with. I'm not going to encourage that. But if you find one out and about or at the craft store, get some feathers. They're great tools to use. Ribbon is another one. You can drag ribbon across your body and use it. And some of these things you can use multitude of ways. You could also use it for naughty as well. Um, faux fur, fur, fur coat or a stole or, you know, you can use that as well. This one is exciting this is mine. I because he discovered this and it was very exciting. He's like, Q-tips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah. Think about it. Well, I think if you're taking out Q-tips, that's the first step for good anal play. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> well, that's no, what's going to fit about, first. We're not talking about... No, do not stick a Q-tip in your ass. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> Good <laughs> advice. If there's no stopper, don't put it in your ass. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No flare, no ass. So if you are someone who enjoys like light sensation, we both love that. So we the, the real light fingertip touch, the feather touch, we, we both really enjoy that feeling. And so we, I was like, what about a Q-tip? And she's like, I don't know. Get one. We'll try it. God, if you oh. drag a Q-tip like along under your armpit or My like neck. along your groin line or groin. along your neck, it's super light, but it's super focused sensation, oh. and it's I, we love it. We've it been playing with Q-tips like it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, the other thing is uh, sexy talk, right? Like. I love sexy talk and we're talking about the nice lab here. So we're talking about sweet and seductive. Think about sweet and seductive. And for instance, you're touching. I want you to lean down and whisper in, in your partner's ear. I crave your scent. Now, obviously we are not going to say something we don't actually mean, but I probably not partnering up with you. If I don't enjoy your scent. Mm -hmm. that's not by, I'm not going to enjoy it. So I, I whisper in your ear, I crave your scent mm. or the feel of your skin makes my fingertips tingle mm. like that right there. If you are in that moment and you are discovering those may not work for you. So you discovered it didn't work for you. What will work for you? Ask for your partner to say that in your ear then. Like, remember, we're doing a play lab, which is in discovery, right? Mm -hmm. So, but remember, sweet and seductive can be a very nice addition. Yeah. And sexy talk is one of those things that I love it, but I also get nervous about like, well, what if I say something really stupid and we're in the middle of it? And she goes, that's horrible. Like, why did you say that? <laughs> or, you know, like I have this fear of, of saying something wrong. So again, in these play labs, you can experiment with different types of talk. What, what do you like hearing? What do you like saying? Because I think both partners can practice hearing and saying. So it, it's another way to work yeah, through great. this that, and you don't that takes really, all the pressure off. You don't so. really know if you're comfortable saying those words or whatever uh, until you try right. it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And now you're not trying it in the middle of a sexy evening right. with your, your partner. You're saying it in a laboratory. Yeah. So it's, uh, all right. Yeah. I, I want the naughty you know, stuff. You ready for you naughty? Want to naughty stuff? Okay. So again, I'm going to start off with hands. Okay. Um, you know, hands or feet, nail scratching, pinching, smacking, like, and, and I encourage you to try this on parts of your body. You never like, I love having my ass played with mm -hmm. my booty cheeks. Oh my gosh. It mm -hmm. lights me up like fire and it's the light touch, but guess what? Certain parts. I love having my ass just smacked really hard obviously built up, but I really enjoy having that type of touch. Well, I don't know. Maybe I like the inside of my thigh smacked. Maybe I like my uh, under boob pinched. Like maybe I like my armpits flicked, you know, or smacked. 
there's lots of areas and different types of touch you can do with your hands. Spatulas. So silicone spatulas are out there, everybody. Like if you have access to the spatula, it's great. I encourage silicone because wooden and plastic a lot of times break. Um, We have found that to be true for ourselves. Okay. They're not really built for impact. No. Um, but silicone's been fantastic. We have a teal one here in the kitchen. Um, dish brushes, they make a variety of them. I encourage you to use them as a little smacker, a dragger, like lots of different ways. And that's the other thing. When I'm talking about these tools, we think of them in just one way. Like you can only use them to poke or, or scratch. Try to turn them differently. Use the handle. Like get creative with it. Um, a fork. We have forks. Poke or drag. Uh, clothespins. You can scratch or pinch. Mm. You can use one end. You can pinch with the other. Um, and then we get to sexy talk. Primal. Think primal and raw with naughty. Think think raw. So I'm going to use some of the similar ones of nice, but we're going to modify them a little bit because yeah, see how they feel different to you. So like primal and raw being in the naughty category would be your scent makes me want to fuck you harder. Mm, Gotcha. Makes me want to fuck you period. You know, (laughs) Um, touching you slash using this X makes me want to explode all over your face. Okay. Holy yes. Please. Like, can I wear my glasses? Like, (laughs) you know, like you'll find out if that's something you enjoy. Do you prefer to hear the nice sexy talk or do you prefer to get even raw and more primal with your sexy talk? It gives you the option to play with for yourself. Mm -hmm. And again, people don't necessarily use those kinds of words. So just getting them out there, you don't even know if you can say that I want you to fuck me or I want to fuck you. Not everybody says that to their partner. So that kind of practice, right, makes you feel Mm -hmm. makes you feel primal yourself. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Wow. This is all such amazing stuff. Let's just take a second to remind everybody that we are Carol and David from The Sexy Lifestyle. We're having an amazing discussion with Dragonfly and E. And coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. Stay tuned. All right. Well, we before, before we get into Great Sex Matters and into the nitty-gritty, dirty, explicit sex life of Dragonfly and E, <laughs> we're going to invite everybody to join us at Hedonism Resort in Jamaica. We're going to be there hopefully in December when everything is... I don't want to say back to normal, but back to the new normal. I mean, things are eventually going to settle down and people are going to get back to traveling. And in December, Hito is going to be celebrating with all their loyal guests, some amazing rates, fantastic Jamaican food, sexy entertainment, and of course, the award-winning staff that they have there, not to mention the playrooms, the naked beach. And of course, we're hopefully going to be there as well. And we really can't wait to get back to our home away from home, which is Hito 2 in Jamaica. And it's going to feel so amazing to be naked on the beach again. Oh, just visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to stay informed about all the sexy, open-minded events that are happening in your area and around the world. Absolutely. All right, let's get back to the show. I cannot wait to hear all about these sexual adventures of Dragonfly and E. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And as you know, that's what David just said. We love getting down and dirty with our guests and finding out all about their personal experiences relating to sex and sexuality. So Dragonfly and E, let's just get right into it. I want to know if you've expanded your sexual repertoire during quarantine. (laughs) I think we're always expanding our (laughs) sexual repertoire. Um, That's something that I've put as an intention for myself. Um, I believe... Oh, yeah. He has two and us as a partnership. Um, and so this has forced us maybe to engage in some new toys that we're just sitting in my toy cabinet. And I went through <laughs> and organized everything and pulled everything out. So something that has expanded us was playing with some new toys. Mm. Um, we had some some things in there that I was like, hmm, I will get to that. And I kept saying I will get to that. And I started asking myself, why am I putting that off? Well, it was unusual. It was actually from Bad Dragon. 
um, and they make fantasy sex toys. And it was a tentacle. And it was, yes, very interesting looking. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know about that point. I don't know about how to use it. So we really engaged with the new sex toys that Mm -hmm. I had in the cabinet and explored some of them. And I'm speaking specifically on the Bad Dragon tentacle one because that was probably the most well, it was the, interesting yeah, yeah, it was and kind of outside the exciting the norm and yeah. exciting and we did it kind of as a playland style and and it was a lot of fun and we will certainly be using it again we actually both <laughs> really enjoyed it so so there you go i think yeah. that's one of the and i realized that... i really like it on the outside like I re- it's made for it's well it's, you know i think that's the thing that we forget about is you can use things multiple ways and it's essentially made as an insertable but i really liked with the little Suction, uh, cups, suction cups on the side running it up and down yeah you like that as a more of a friction type of, oh yeah it was unbelievable oh that's very cool <laughs> i think that's one of the things that we did during quarantine the most also is we took out all the sex toys we have tons of samples of sex toys that we do reviews and stuff so we kind of just tried it reviewed it and then kind of put it back in the closet and um of course well some of them we didn't put back we just used them again and again (laughs) exactly Exactly. but those that we put back in the closet we did a whole reorganization like what you guys did i think so many people cleaned out their homes while they're in quarantine and we have this now new toy box that sits in our room that we say okay where are we going tonight with all this and it's kind of fun it just makes it a little different and i have them you know at the tip of our fingers now it's a lot of fun. It, yeah. it definitely is. And I would encourage you to head over to Bad, Dra- Bad Dragon and check out the interesting <laughs> toys that they yeah. have. Like we even have a werewolf sleeve that okay. we tried. Oh. Um, yeah, it was it, the werewolf cock and um, he put it on and that was really interesting <laughs> as well. Like okay. really some interesting stuff. <laughs> For sure. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Now, what about sexual positions and other types of activities? What's your favorite? So, you know, that's a really hard one for me. I get asked that a lot, actually. That's a, that's a common question that, that I get asked. <laughs> and I and I keep trying to decide, do I actually have one? Um, because I love all of them for different reasons and different moments. Because I've really gotten to where I ask my body like I really feel into myself about what I need in that moment. I don't just go forward with the things that I think that I liked last time. Like I'll actually check in with myself. So for me, that position is depending on what I need in that moment right now. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I really love having my, my ass cheeks played with. So, and I also know that E loves my ass. So being face down with my ass up, that's a song. That's mm-hmm. yes. like a fuck. Um, so having right. So so having that, I would probably say that's one of my favorite. But then the other one for me is, I guess, laying on my back and seeing your eyes and mm-hmm. being able to put my feet up and actually watch your cock go in and out of me. Like that to me is really erotic and turns me on as well. I'm with so. You. Yeah, it's really in the moment, yeah. but I think I would pick, can I have two? Sure, because absolutely. that would be probably yes, my yes, two. Yes. I think I'm with <laughs> you also because I really like sometimes just lying there and letting David start doing his arousal on me, um, working on me to get all aroused. And, and I'm I'm not energetic. Sometimes I'm just like half asleep or whatever, and I'm just lying there on my back, and I'm just <laughs> enjoying the touch, the feel, and then I'm getting a little bit more juicy and a little bit more, and then, then the cock starts going in and out, and we have mirrors all over our bedroom. So I get uh, to see from this view yep. and that view, and I'm I'm focusing and then getting more and more aroused. So sometimes just laying on my back, it, it sounds like it's boring, but it really isn't in our situation. So. But you also like Mm-mm. when we're doing it doggy style, and I have a hold on your, yeah, your hips, hips yeah. and you can't really move. And, <laughs> and, and you're, you're not into being dominated, but when I'm fucking you from behind, right, you right. get turned on. From you that, squirt yes. all over my cock, yeah. and well, you can't move, and you want to move, and I, I'm pounding you, and mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest turn-ons that you have. But that's after I've already got aroused, right. and we've probably right, fucked right, right. several times, and now <laughs> you finish off like that. So, right. yes, yeah, so in the moment, yes. that was what was felt yeah. feeling the best. All right, so I got a question for E here. Yeah. So, E, yeah. I want you to describe an evening when Dragon dragonfly took total control and dominated you sexually well you know her so it's happened more than once um, <laughs> really but uh <laughs> go figure um actually uh what the first one that popped in my mind was uh, the first night we were ever together um 
again, wow. I wow. Was, yeah, that was, it was a while ago. Um, so again, I was shy and, and terrified of beautiful women. So you can imagine that I was, but, um, I finally did ask her out, uh, the second time she shot me down the first time, but I asked her out again and we went out, I took her to dinner. We went back to, to her place and we were sitting there talking and I was rambling about something. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I just want to um, talk. She looked at me and went, you need to stop talking. And she climbed on my lap, took her shirt off and started kissing me. And I was terrified. I had no idea what to do. Um, I had never had anyone do that to me before. And I've basically been holding on to my fingertips ever since. Um, <laughs> but, uh, bring that up to, to recent times. Um, just a couple weeks ago, she walked up to me in the bedroom pushed me back on the bed, took my shorts off. Mm -hmm. And she knows that when she's touching me, I also am always trying to touch her. I'm just, I love it. And so she looked me right in the eye and said, no touching, lay back, receive. And then she went down between my legs and proceeded my to give me an absolutely amazing blowjob. And I just laid there and received it. And then she cleaned me up and left the room. Wow. <laughs> It was just a total, like, she wanted it. She took it and left. I was like, that is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> it's absolutely wow. awesome. Wow. So, so yeah, I, every mm. once in a while, she's uh Nice to know you liked assertive. it that oh much God, because yeah. I could do that more. Yeah, I, I would receive <laughs> it more, so... So, Dragonfly, do you have also a romantic side to you? What would you say would be your perfect yes. romantic and sensual evening with E? I would say for me, it starts way before the evening actually happens. It starts in the day, like foreplay of texting, um, sending a, a sweet little audio message with a little bit of teasing in it. Also the mood for me, like the ambiance, like low lighting. Um, I'm not really into music music distracts me. It makes me get in my head and I don't want to be in my head. So music definitely has to be like kind of some ambient music. If it's going to be in the background for me, um, it can start out really naughty and sexual music, but then it has to transfer into that. Um, a lot of touching vulva massage is like oh, blows me up <laughs> for an ample amount of time. I think that is a, I'm a very sensual person. Um, very sensation based. So I think if if I came into all of that and he had all the tools laid out and blindfolded me and kissed me all over and touched me with his hands just like I like it because he knows that now because I've expressed how <laughs> I like it to him and he can replicate that for me. Um, and then using the tools. I think that that sounds like all oh, the best perfect romantic <laughs> delicious sensual evening i could come up with yeah cool, cool. yeah cool. i would absolutely okay say so. e, i'm gonna put you, <laughs> e, i'm gonna put you on the spot sexually okay what is dragonfly the best at so, so she is absolutely amazing at everything but me personally um what i enjoy i am a, a big fan of the sex that is just one of my receiving oral sex i mean i love the, the kind of kicker at the top she likes doing it so she can actually be going down on me she'll actually have an orgasm even without touching herself just because it arouses her so much to do that to me nice. and to me that just blows my mind like that just makes like i can't it's like every fantasy come true kind of thing so i would say that wow. that's okay. probably my favorite thing she does so. i'd have to agree with that probably <laughs> So, Dragonfly, yeah, what does E yeah, do to yeah. you that makes you just melt? Mm, so much. I'd have to say that one of my most, uh, when he slow kisses on my neck and then down my body, if he starts there and he spends some time, like, it's that my whole body just, like, you could see it come over me. It just... Oh, I just, I'm getting tingles right now just even mm. thinking about it. Um, so I think, yeah, your sensual kisses on my neck. The trick is to start right behind the ear. Is it? Mm -hmm. uh, right behind the ear and then work your way down that crease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. amazing. And, and there's another spot that makes me melt like my neck does, and it's my 
but it's my butt cheek crease. Like there's some sensual licking and kissing in that little <laughs> crease that I just melt and lose my mind. I would say yeah. absolutely. I agree with that. And it's such a tease because you, you know, it's there and it's wonderful and but it's so close mm -hmm. to other things and you're not sure which direction mm -hmm. it's going to go and, mm -hmm. and you're focusing and oh my god I'm getting tingly and wet just thinking about it too uh, yes. <laughs> yum 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 yes. well oh my god this has all uh, been so yeah. so so fantastic I can't believe the hour is nearly up and we love to leave our audience with some beautiful final advice so think about this for a second, what would be one or two things that any woman could do tonight that would, uh, you know, help her spice it up and ensure that her and her partner, her, her and her partner are going to have some of the hottest sex ever? That is a layered question for me <laughs> because of how I believe and how I teach. I feel like really, and it, you said one or two, I've, I'm coming up with three immediately okay. Okay. and they're pretty foundational. <laughs> Can't listen to the rules really getting solid on what your needs are that night. Because remember that sometimes our needs evolve and change. So what are your needs tonight? Like, do I need extra time and attention on my vulva? Do I need my pussy lips sucked? Like, do like what, what, it, or what kind of feeling are you trying to have? Or am I trying to have a kinky feeling? Am I, am I going naughty or am I going nice? Mm. Right. So let's start with that because we worked with that today. So think about, are you in the nice category tonight? Or are you in the naughty category? Um, and then breathe. Don't hold your breath. So many of us hold our breath. We constrict ourselves. I want you to keep breathing, keep breathing throughout all of it. You know, keep that breath going. And then ask and direct what it is specifically that you want. Not in your mind, not assuming that they're going to do it and not, well, that's mostly what I meant for you to do because I asked for it. No. I mean, like, seriously, get detailed, take their hands, show them if you want a certain kind of suck, direct them to suck harder, lower, higher, direct it exactly how you want. Don't move a little to the left. Yes, right there. Like, like, specifically, and then let me know how it worked out. <laughs> like, then, then check in with yourself. How did that work for me? You know, maybe next time we need to do the nice one because I picked the naughty one first. Yeah. Like, that's something that tonight you could do for yourself. Wow. That really sounds great. All right, guys. You know, we can talk forever and ever and ever. And, yes. <laughs> and you guys will definitely be back in the near future. But right now, we just want to thank you for being on our show, for sharing all that amazing information, the intimate details of your sex life. And uh, why don't you take a minute to tell everyone how they can find you online, social media, and your website. Sure. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. We love being on here with you. We love spending time with both of you. It's always a fun and exciting thing to do for us. Absolutely. Um, you can always head over to puregasmiclove.com, and you can find all of our links there, connect with us there. Um, on Instagram, I'm at puregasmiclove. On Facebook, I'm at POL Dragonfly, and on Twitter, I'm at POL Dragonfly. Um, he actually has, he works with Puregasmic Love, and he's part of Puregasmic Love, but he also has his own company. So there's also, um, I'll, I'll let you say. say. Uh, mine's real easy. It's humanprimates.com. Um, because we're all a bunch of human primates. We yep. are. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if anybody missed any of this information, you just have to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests, including Dragonfly and E, have their own guest page with all of their information. And you can even contact them there if you have any questions about sex, sexuality, or relationships. And, you know, we're learning more and more every week from all our fantastic guests. And we hope you do, too. And we just want to take a moment to remind you about our new partnership with Alt Playground. If you're looking for an online open-minded community to find compatible people and events in your area, then you should join altplayground.net. That's A-L-T, playground.net. Net. It's a lifestyle site that's expanding to include lots of amazing lifestyle resources that will connect you with other like-minded folks. And you could even find our podcast up there as well. 
And remember to stay healthy and stay happy and follow all the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, and practice social distancing. And if you're in one of those locations where cases are still skyrocketing, just stay home, please. And continue to listen to our show and visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. And if you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Dragonfly and E, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Our pleasure. And as always, we want to thank all our listeners for listening in week in and week out. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. All right, everyone. Remember to stay happy, healthy, and horny. Stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.